0: Podcast, you sickos. (laughs) We're back. Uh, welcome to the Polarized Podcast. This is a podcast about polarizing movies, polarizing in the sense of rotten tomato scores. We talk about movies here that um have scores. Critics love it, audiences hate it, or vice versa. Those are the movies that we talk about. Uh, you know, if you're returning, glad to have you back. If you're jumping in on this, I'm sure you're a a sick fuck. If you're, if you're coming in on this movie, um, but you know what? We're glad to have you regardless. Um, today we're talking about, uh, the movie revenge, that sick movie for those sick fucks. That's what it's, uh, that's what we're talking about. Uh, it's 2017, uh, French art film. Um, critics love it. This is a spicy certified fresh 93% and a stinky (laughs) 58% audience score. Um, yeah so this is and this is also going to conclude our revenge series uh it is not just only me talking though and i want to get into the discussion because this movie is definitely worth talking about uh, i would like to now introduce my co-host and also we'd like to call him our forever guest mr james Lindsay. how's it going let's get it twisted what's up everybody I'm Twisted, back again. twisted, Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! James got so twisted; he's losing it. He's, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, the no. twisted I'm in going his down. DNA. He's going down.
1: I got. I think it's there's blood. Oh my god! There's blood
0: everywhere. Oh yes, no. now close up on it. Slow mo.
1: <laughs> do look at. Oh no! You're gonna look at it. Oh, not only you're gonna look at it, you're gonna look at it closer
0: closer and faster closer. and yeah it- look at it you <laughs> sickos you like this, this is what you, you like it yeah you like yeah it. yeah you love it so james i would have to Get say this might be this might be the most like gory movie we've done i was trying to think of a movie that we've done in the past that would be the last gory, one like, we just did is <laughs> like the next I, next closest the, the next closest for sure but weirdly it's not As the gore in that is so like American action movie that it did not phase me almost as much. And what it it like alludes
1: to rather than necessarily shows. Yeah.
0: Right. Cause like it's also the like, yes, the sentiment or the purpose of it uh, is just like, you know, he's a, you know, he, yeah, he's a psycho and he's, you know, I don't know. It has this kind of, now having seen this, has a, Softness to it that right. is weird <laughs> weird to say because like yeah, the um you know another one I was thinking of is we did um what sensor, right? Sensor, maybe maybe,
1: yeah. That had some Something. upsetting stuff. That was another one that was like what it was alluding to and just like upsetting imagery and editing at certain points. Yeah. I, I feel like that was a good that's like a good amount of our, our stuff, and like even like the witch uh a perf- yeah a perfect film for me perfect. it's like yeah me too it doesn't even have really much to show besides just really like terror and, and dread um but this one i've yeah. ne- i i don't know if i've seen so much blood
0: I, right i was shocked uh, like maybe i'm a prude i don't know i know well this <laughs> is a french movie so we don't do a lot of like european movies and this is very european uh, yeah I you was, know? that was exciting
1: <laughs> for me i was like oh cool We're, th- yeah this is the most the most european movie as well
0: <laughs> we've, we've we've done it's, it's besides, checking off a lot of first i don't us. know we
1: did we did a whole series we did our little mini trip to italy and great greece and uh as well but you know
0: That's from the POV of two very British (laughs) men. (laughs) So there nothing about that content was terribly European, Um, (laughs) but they were in Europe. So I, (laughs) I agree that 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 might be the closest. And then Um, they're
1: not even in Europe in this one. They're actually in America, in the States. (laughs) 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 Funny how that
0: works. (laughs) Funny how that works, right?
1: But it's nothing better than like European commentary on American culture in in a a way. I don't know. That's it's, I think it's interesting to me. It's, oh my it's gosh! Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Fun to watch a a movie like that, and so much. And it's just it's just called revenge. It just it's it's the it's the perfect movie for us to do on our little revenge spree.
0: I know. Yeah, a really solid button to the end of this revenge series. Emphasis on butt. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of butt shots <laughs> in this. Um. Which man? Again, it's just uh, it's it was so noticeably different in its sensibilities towards sex towards violence and that yeah i just definitely it's not a frequent uh, you know uh, diet of mine to watch these european movies and to yeah you're not a big shutter guy i'm not a big shutter guy
1: that's like it's made. it's like made by shutter for shutter right is the Mm. whole thing neon i I believe is kind of kind of like uh one of those kind of is Bloomhouse adjacent? Almost, I feel like doing kind of just like thriller, horror, horror kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I I could be wrong on that, but I feel
0: I- uh, yeah. The production of it wasn't for Shutter, but Shutter is like the I would almost put it as like the A twenty four of horror. Like even though A twenty four does horror, but it's like I think Shutter from a like the Netflix like a dis- of
1: horror, if anything,
0: mm-hmm, for sure. But like it is a distributor and and funds the distribution of these types of movies and yeah it's like wow (laughs) twisted twisted shit twisted shit like this super fucking twisted ass shit i mean god i you know at first i was like what is this movie about why is it so like um yeah i was concerned a little bit of like oh what is this movie gonna be about like well obviously it's gonna be about revenge title but like yeah, I had no idea how this was going to unfold. Me neither. That it did. I really it did didn't know. Was like mind blowing. Even
1: the, <laughs> I, I tried to watch the trailer before I watched it, and even through the trailer, I turned it off, which i have I'm prone to do because trailers reveal too much. Mm-hmm. And we watched it before the stream and the record today. But when I before I watched it the first time, I, once you fall off the cliff, I was like, why is why is the trailer should keep keep going? Why well, should have stopped a little bit ago? <laughs> Oh, should have sure. been like 50 seconds 30 to 40 to 50 seconds and then it goes for like a minute and a half two minutes and then you you know the whole
0: movie <laughs> oh totally but i mean they kind of have to do that unfortunately because n- most people haven't seen this movie will never see this movie um and so you really have to put so much of like the meat and potatoes of it to like get people interested yeah, and maybe. i like to be you know so, i like a little teaser.: no like for those, sure
1: i like those teasers
0: it is definitely a fair critique on editing and production of trailers when it comes to like more populist movies or like, you know, something a little bit more, um, yeah, like has bigger names and stuff. Like when you see a trailer that does that, you're like, why, you know, I, I was probably going to see it anyways, cause it's got whoever in it or, mm-hmm. you know, some director, what, what have you. And, um, but yeah, for this it's understandable, but I, I, Nonetheless I get where you're coming from for sure but yeah I'm just curious right off the bat like how disturbed were you about this movie after like during this movie I'm trying to think I of like the scale, how- the
1: scale of it and it is impressive how much it escalated as the movie went on when I was yeah. blown away pretty early and yes surprised at how quick things were escalating and then continued to be batshit, and yep. it—I mean, it opened the opening sh- is essentially a blowjob, and you see uh, like pretty much a dude's booty hole while he's getting blown. Um, I mean, more, yeah. power, more, more, more power to the to the movie to to start a to start a film film like that. Uh, and then I—I th- I don't know. You see it paralleled later where he she's just she's um having you know she's having orifices of hers uh in, like, in, 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 sorry but and then at the end when he gets sta he she fucking puts her fingers in him when <gasps> when he doesn't want it and uh i don't know some of that stuff was very like oh yeah mm. right the because the, the parallels of that i'm getting too too far into that that sort of stuff but i was like that they're opening the movie with a blow job and and then like yeah. it, it cut away during the blow job and then you know was, that was a choice there's some choices and uh overall I'm interested I'm excited to get into those those choices uh and how your original question I'm sorry I'm going on so, so much about other other stuff but I was I was disturbed <clears throat> I was yeah. I was disturbed and early on and then kind of just like incredulous at some of the, some of the things that continued to to happen and how, how the movie let it happen. And uh, how about you, Brandini? Like what, what was your, what was, was it, was it a bell curve? Was it just launch
0: into the it, stratosphere? It, uh, yeah, I would, I would say it like exponentially increased for me because mm-hmm. I, I guess at a point it plateaus because of, then it like kind of really sets in on like, Okay, she's gonna be fucking murdering these people, mm-hmm. and but then, but even then, it takes a moment in the cave, and then has that like consecutive dream sequence that like oh ramps my God. it back up yeah, again, and I was like, bad. whoa, holy shit! Because <laughs> yeah, like at because right at a point like once she starts the first murder, you're like. I was like, okay, I know how this is going to go. So these like, and it really set the pace because of how gruesome the first murder was that I was like, okay, I'm, I now I have a little bit of an expectation here as to how these other ones are going to go down, which they pretty much did that. But the movie was surprising in the way that it all, it still was able to like, turn it up. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, even yeah, just, Inge- yeah ha- having set all the pieces in place and really kind of telegraphed what the um you know the second act and back half of the movie was going to be so uh, yeah, yeah, i yeah it this takes is that, tur- most-
1: that turn very quickly like those guys show up and then they have one night i guess they have the one night together is is the little bit of calm before the storm but after that yeah. in, the, in what he does it just goes south and stays there for the rest of the movie <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. much like a horror movie or, or like something on plenty of other fine films on Shudder probably uh, have is is that sort of arc of a story. Um, but, man, I, I I think what happens to her was one of the one of the more upsetting things, too, and how it happens in the overall demeanor of that guy and, and how he approaches it. It was, a, it was effective in that way, but it's just so hard to watch. And Very. I think that's my... Disconnect with some of these movies, these, you know, I appreciate the edge, uh, of, of a movie, you know, and, and when it's willing, willing to go certain places, but, um, other times where some restraint and bringing it back in, uh, and not pushing the limits in certain other areas for me, it's, it's, it would, it would be more tasteful for, in, in my mind, but that could be just a personal taste as well. You know, they, they could be proving their point much as much i think they are with yeah. uh how heinous and brutal that act is with how heinous and brutal all of her what is she, what she's gonna do uh to to these guys too but um mm-hmm. which yeah. in my mind both are kind of just like i stylistically awesome <laughs> but there are points where i'm just like icky ooh.
0: it's so twisted Oh yeah especially stylistically yeah yeah,
1: i'm definitely down to get into that that side of it too
0: totally and so i i i was just really curious after this of like so are the is this like a thing like are there a lot of movies like this because it's obviously a blind spot to me because I haven't really seen a movie like this ever maybe. Mm -hmm. And I was curious about it. And this falls into a genre of French films that have been um, being made by a collection of directors that have been pushing this extreme. It's like called like extreme French horror or like, Mm -hmm. but in French it's like extreme uh, cinema or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, um, the characteristics of it is that highly stylized visuals with very grotesque imagery that mm. is also can be violent and sexual as well mm. and yeah i mean god it's it's so interesting to me the change that happens because this movie set starts off and you're like oh it's just two incredibly attractive people on this vacation and i thought it was going to be more about you know him the guy um you know having this family and then something you Mm -hmm. know like getting exposed to some degree and that being like the crux of what's going on which again it just is so much of like a twist and subversion and of like, it's leading me to believe these things and then flips that. And it it makes me flat footed in that where I'm like, Oh, cause like, especially so for example, it clearly presents her as a sexual object. And I'm like, yeah, she's incredibly attractive. And I'm like thinking about that of like, Oh, she's very hot. Like, but why are we focusing so much on her sexuality and on how like attractive she is. And the movie frames things in a way where it it highlights that very purposefully, and then gets into a rape scene. And then it, it just, it, it, it's so crazy of a roller coaster that that ends up creating where you're like, Oh, now I'm a disgusting person for almost even like being somewhat attracted to her because am I any better than the guys ogling her? Because so much of like before the Mm -hmm. rape is just like clear ogling of her beauty by these guys. And it like it it edges you there a little bit to be like, oh, I'm not I'm just as bad as these guys because I'm like, but it's all purposeful direction as well. Like the camera is being placed like there was one scene where i'm like the camera is literally like at her crotch and you're seeing like a very clear outline of her crotch and i'm like why are we what what kind of movie is this like it's gratuitous
1: like, uh, yeah. yeah i mean i think you're bringing up a fair point where it can be argued that the perspective of a lot of those shots is to be believed from all the guys that are around ogling her um mm-hmm. but there it is gratuitous like just multiple shots of of her ass just right right just
0: multiple
1: and that's all that's in the frame so you have no other choice <laughs> but to and but then there is that one scene where she's bending over at like the lawn lounge chair or whatever and his face is just like duh like right next to it and it's it's that that's to the point where it's just like cartoonish um, mm. and it's obvious, it, you know, it's trying to get that effect and that's all these, all these guys are are doing and, and I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's effective, but whether it's subtle or not, you know, and whether it wants to be subtle is, is, uh, I guess a, worth, uh, thinking about because I, and what your taste is, I, I, I think that's just where, where it comes down to is there's certain, certain things that symbolically within the movie work and then there's other things where it's just not very subtle and a little like over the top and in, in my face uh about it um mm. and but oh yeah overall like how it uh, yeah how it's shot i I keep like i'll bring that up again too because it's just i think it's just a really well well shot movie and i think there's a lot of um really beautiful uh setups of of shots and willingness to hold on things um, in a in a in a way that is a combination of excellent cinematography as well as the ed- editing prowess to be able to hold on certain things a little bit longer to let it gestate, or even just the I think of the shot of him realizing that uh, the the guy who gets blown away in the car isn't isn't coming back to the meeting point, and it just holds on the shot of him sitting there. And then you see him kind of get frustrated, get up, get on his dirt bike and leave. And it's all one shot, but the it's not one of the, you know, and there's an, one of those, a good example of a one shot that stays on somebody while they're moving around. Um, but this one just holds on a Y, like where these really beautiful wide shots uh, composed, desert, yeah. yeah, composed like a painting. And then you see him right away and then it holds a bit longer. And I think that it has a, uh, a purposeful pace and style to it that is a lot of fun to be a part of and i think um that that's part of the edge as well that i really enjoy
0: yeah absolutely
1: uh, especially out of all the movies we've we've covered man i mean <laughs> this one has i don't know this one has the most style for sure <laughs>
0: oh absolutely like almost like far and away <laughs> yeah, you know color yeah. no contest on yeah has so much of a like its own language it, it's yeah own yeah its own its style that is so unique to it and um i agree it you know because it's always so thrilling to watch a movie that is well directed in this because it like where the camera is how and what it where you know what it focuses on uh and also too how it just presents a bunch of themes and elements in interesting ways is so fun you know because like the punisher for example is so like per like competent Mm -hmm. filmmaking yes we clearly can see the characters in the frame and we're getting from point a to point b Mm -hmm. but it just it takes so much more like it's so much more fun and interesting when you aren't when you're doing exactly what you said or there's there's really so many shots in this um that are exciting and enjoy like it's, it's so weird to say enjoyable, right? Because this movie is so grotesque. Oh yeah. And-
1: it's, it's upsetting. It's super upsetting. <laughs> upsetting. Um, mm-hmm. but you, those in those moments, you kind of can't look away almost, but you, but you want to, um, but the, for the rest of it, it, it does have such an acceleration. And when you bring up the Punisher, I think of one of the things that I, I criticize about that one. And to an extent, law abiding citizen, whatever these kind of, Moments where a person has decided that they are going to change their nature and take revenge upon those who have wronged them. And in the movies that we've watched, especially the Punisher, what you just brought up that happens extremely quickly. And in the montage and he doesn't say fucking shit the whole time. He just like gets no. up. And he's like, yep, I'm just going to go do it. And he's pretty quiet the rest of the, um, the rest of the movie. He doesn't really say, you know, whatever he's, he's brooding. He's brooding the whole movie. It's it's, he's just brooding, but the moment of her by herself in the cave had more character development than that movie did, you know, as far as that transition of what he has to do. And this could be because of some things that I like as well, which is the scale of the, of everything is pretty small. And, and and the the time it just takes over place over like a day or two, whatever. And two
0: days
1: survival, like, it's it's a it's a you don't have a choice you have mm-hmm. it's not only that you you ha- you want to take revenge like you have to to for survive to survive and make it out and i think that's so much more compelling and just justified within what she has chosen to do and 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 everything whether it's believable there's a lot of things that you know then that's a whole maybe a whole nother conversation but character development and and uh wants and needs within within the scale it it like lent itself to my enjoyment coupled with the style that it had going for it as well and and some interesting choices where yeah like what what is what does he even do the guy like he's just kind of vague he's just kind of into some fucked up shit
0: yeah right. he's like a he's just a rich white guy <laughs> i mean that's the extent of it right
1: and these guys are going hunting like i, I was <clears> it's, uh, they
0: were in i for, they, they, for him what is what i want to know in the desert i like, know he found like one
1: fucking rabbit that was like bled out already
0: <laughs> yeah but yeah even no, the right. rabbit had yeah.
1: so much fucking it was the brightest <laughs> reddest blood in the world <laughs> on the, right and was, that was
0: his move to like throw the carcass on the car like what a weird move that is. Like, oh, great. So now yeah. I can't see it. There's blood all over the fucking windshield. Like, you know, but he's a sick fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And he, there's so many. And God, that's when tension. he realized
1: he was the problem. It was blurry at first, but then he became clear. It's you. You're the problem.
0: Whoa, deep. <laughs> fuck, dude. That just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I see now. I see through. You know, it is interesting that you bring up the because we definitely talked a lot about it on Law Abiding Citizen of if you think deeper into the plot of it, it falls apart. And that's such a like uh, a problem of, you know, this movie of that movie and Punisher a little bit, too. Um, And it's weird how if you think about this movie, it doesn't necessarily fall apart because it's so sound in what's happening. It's just, I, I get, but the point that you brought up that I want to dig into is is like, I do get that she was a model. So her ability to survive, to wield guns, to do all of these actions seems pretty far fetched that she would like be able to know how to do that. But it is, it is not, it's not something that you, if you, It's not the same effect, though. If you think about that longer, it falls apart, because to me, it's like you said, is she is in survival mode. So I don't know. It isn't so much about like, why is she there or or why is that person there? You know, kind of those like logistics of the plot. It's just okay. It is a little bit far fetched, but that's not as big of a problem. You know, if you were to consider it, sure, a critique that you can make, but it's not nearly as much of a problem as to, like, why Jamie Foxx is in every scenario (laughs) when his job is, you know, a lawyer, like – or how all of these specific things had to come together perfectly <laughs> in order for Gerard Butler's plan to work. Like, because the
1: scope and the, and the scale of that movie is, is massive. Norm. He's tearing, he's mm-hmm. tearing down the whole system. Like in the, in order to do that. And in order to show him as like this master tinkerer, then you just got to do some, some pretty amazing stuff. And, uh, but this one, I think you, you mentioned logistics and I think there is, I agree with you where it is. Isn't as big of a deal for me and I'm still able to enjoy myself, but it, I think it does get knocked a little bit for me about Mm -hmm, the choices that they make where it could be, it could be a bit more believable had they made like maybe some other choices about just giving her a little bit of help in terms of finding her way out of that. And maybe that ruins the believability of like, you know, what what kind of help are you going to get out there? But having her fall off a cliff and yep. get fucking impaled through her back and out of her abdomen is something that, as as cinematically satisfying in, in the imagery that they wanted, that maybe So striking, maybe for not it.
0: satisfying. That's it. <laughs> I my giving. And there, my for these twisted fucks out there, like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah oh yeah, they. oh
1: yeah, it's an impale scene. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Oh, shudder. Oh, put. It, where's the category then, for impalement? Um, Uh but and like the blood dripping on the ants and all that all that stuff like their micro microscopic photography that was cool it was crazy but i was like how do i feel bad for ants because they just make the microscopic thing look so so
0: big and just like what about that spider getting pissed on too right yeah we did. oh my god it just sat with it it was like we're gonna watch him piss on this spider (laughs) i was like wow we wow we're gonna see this spider just die (laughs) in piss right now like yeah i I, I thought it was gonna be such a quick thing of like he pisses on it runs away end of it but it's like no we're gonna fucking show you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know right that was like such a it could have been an easy like oh he's aiming for the spider. Anyways, next scene it was like no, he has drank a lot today and he's gonna use that as ammunition to drown out this spider spider's life, which means nothing to him. Life means nothing to him. Like I know it's just like trying to show even even more, but in the, in this way and like and the cutting cutting of it and just the stream of piss that just like was just like <laughs> just like under yeah. it just kept going. <laughs> it like like a fire hose, down. yeah. yeah. <laughs> just drowned it um was it's it's something that's like such a choice and such a stylistic thing that adds just that to a movie and instead of necessarily like plot or anything it's just let's add a little bit more color to to this and in this person's mind it's uh some twisted shit with bugs and stuff but as to go back to like the believability of it all you know mm-hmm. her getting impaled probably some organs in there that are gonna gonna be fucked up she goes to her cave yeah. it's one thing to 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 solder or fucking cauterize some shit uh with with a fire um but i don't know you gotta suture that shit you gotta get you gotta stitch that up, So I, you know like and so but this is again this is no way like ruins the movie for me but it's just some stuff that like kind of surprising
0: i would say surprisingly not right yeah because yeah because you're totally. also a because you're right. You, like you think about a, it, yeah. But,
1: but then like that you, branding thing is so fucking cool. So cool. And like iconic oh, yeah. and everything yeah. and that, it's like, whatever. Like whatever like Fuck just it. to make it so that could happen is kind of uh-huh. worth it. And I'm trying to think like, oh if you <laughs> I don't know, like where she, she could have got a different injury, or they did something else. But and though you see that, you're like, whatever, like an whatever. Like, She's yeah, got like this cool, like, dope.
0: yeah, beer, like, yeah, like emblem on her, and mm. it's it is it's funny too because I think it's part of the language of the movie to like, you know things in this movie aren't totally believable or maybe she is somewhat superhuman. And it, and I think because this being a female director, I think she's really playing on the fact that there's been so many male driven action movies where they do get super fucked up, but somehow are able to like, you know, put themselves together and then take down a whole group of bad mm-hmm. guys. Sure. And that's almost like common. So yeah, like John McClane
1: not- didn't have shoes. Right? You
0: know? (laughs) (laughs) This guy gets some fucking glass
1: up the. Oh, that was like my least favorite
0: that was mine too i'm glad you brought that up because that was the so one fucking I, much. I fucking hated it which is so interesting right because again like, end, it's it, just, end the scene end the scene end it end stop it, it. Stop we get it, it. we it. fucking stop get it, it. and then it's just this huge <laughs> fucking cut in his foot and he's like squ- squishing <laughs> it together to get it out and it's and it again and he actually
1: such- looks happy when he got it out too he was like oh
0: oh, oh thank god oh like, you know, oh I yeah, because I mean, I've in my I've, chest, but, oh. I've gotten a shard of glass in my body before, and yeah, it's like you definitely—it's almost like yeah, a relief. You're like, oh, thank God, because it's just this stiff piece in 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 your skin is like really fucking awful. Um, but yeah, like again, but that see, that's a that is so interesting that both of us were so taken aback by that in when in this movie easily arguable more fucked up shit happens, but the foot glass thing is what gets you. <sighs> and it's just, and it's such a like really great understanding of the human brain and psyche where you're like, yeah, this this particular thing is going to elicit this strong reaction. Dude, and whole- it's like, oh. if anything, like, why didn't we feel, you know, why is this affecting me more than like, arguably the rape scene. Like you could even make that argument that like it is terrible and unsettling and awful and disgusting. I want to throw up, but like there's some, they're they're like, they're both very strong in what they're doing. And they have like these different, they sit at different places, but it, and it's just so interesting to look back and be like, this is how I felt about this thing and this is how I felt about this other thing in the movie and how each one is eliciting these different responses and some being more visceral, some being more psychological and all of that. And it just this movie oscillates all over the place with like how you like, yeah, I don't know what. What it's deriving from you and you have to confront that feeling because this is the mo- the most I, I think I could easily say the most uncomfortable I've been watching movie. And it just to all these weird varying degrees too, mm-hmm.
1: you know, and when it get I mean, in that in that scene, in particular, the foot scene, it gets so close up to it and everything in the movie that's going so fast in that moment between this chase between two people screeches to a halt so he can deal with this (laughs) (laughs) it's like stop everything and she does this flashlight move and then he has to just focus in on just figuring that out and we all have to figure it out with him and it's just so close up on the foot and (laughs) the blood in this movie like the trail the trails alone are just copious amounts of, of <laughs> blood it, or, have been poured by Buckets. so many people <laughs> in this movie it's it's pretty amazing, but he's just like pouring this guy has, has gone has <laughs> gone through uh a lot right,
0: rightfully so in, in so in many ways but uh good right good he fucking sucks he's awful he's a terrible person like he's the one who raped her like this he is the worst and yeah but again you're like, <laughs> like oh like i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: it makes you con- i mean makes you confront that i guess in, in some way but also it's like it makes me think of like 70s horror movies which i'm not super familiar yeah, with sure. but you were mentioning the that and I'm not familiar with the French movement of, of cinema, or, uh, where yeah. uh the 70s sort of styling is is kind of that brutality. Um, and things like uh I spin on your grave or um uh-huh. with that one with is it like Dustin Hoffman straw Dog, straw dogs? Is that what it's called? Where I think it's just another it's like revenge thing where, you know, people get revenge on the fucked up, you know, realistic monsters that are purportedly like really out there you know sort of thing and then and then those people like take it take the the hurt back back to them and use use that method or like i'm trying to remember last house on the left but that has some i remember that one has some uh, original ones shit.
0: really fucked up yeah. shit yeah and it reminded me of that, yeah.
1: of that kind of stuff where it was like really ex- exploring just brutality in a in a gristle down like a uh, almost realistic way this one goes to goes to different lengths where uh i find it very tarantino-ish and robert Rod- rodriguez-y a little bit at, at, at Turn, times grindhouse for sure especially with the branding thing that just reminded me of like trying to make a an iconic character about her look and and when she emerges from the cave and that is is meant to have elicit a, a certain response but um man and she fucking and, does peyote we should talk about that
0: too. <laughs> yeah, so to that point is like when it, this movie and it, i and you know i'm sure uh, uh not i'm it is because it is directed and written by a female like this is such a feminist movie where she is very capable she like the, i don't know like she's such a capable person and it's so like, interesting that she seems so, like, a, um, so helpless in the beginning, leading up to the, to her getting impaled and the turnaround for her being, you know, from being are incapable to being very capable is just such a strong message in this movie. You know, she figures out the things that she needs to figure out. She takes control of the situation and she really fucking gives it to these fucking monsters. And also too, like the villain in this movie is the strongest villain out of this revenge series in my mind, because you throughout it, I was like, this guy could accomplish what he wants to do. Of killing her, pretending it's an accident and just like being done with her. Like the, it was so realistic that he could get away with this. Unlike any of the other movies where it's very unrealistic that these villains get away with their plans. And then some of them, it's like, kind of like with John Travolta, you're like, what is your plan again? (laughs) This is just clearly like he yeah, he's like I this girl will will go tell somebody that she was raped. My wife will find out about it. My job, my whole life is going to get ruined by this. So I'm going to deal with it this way. And it just seemed like yeah, he could probably he could probably like get rid of her and not have like the fallout really from it. Mm -hmm. And so that made it so much, the stakes higher for me, scarier to me, such a more believable villain, Mm -hmm. you know, that he was, cause it's just so fucking realistic. And that's so, yeah.
1: That's all you really needed to know about him. That says everything about his character in that, in that moment of how he reacted to what happened to her where I almost, there was a, there was a part of me of like, well, I kind of want to want to know a little bit more about him, you know, whatever his like family life or whatever for a second. And then like the minute, like he reacts like that, that just says everything you need, you need to know about who this person is. You already know he's sleeping Mm -hmm. around, but to know, yeah, that he immediately goes to a cover story, uh, to blaming to physical abuse, like all within like so so quickly and five minutes and then chase and then chases her out like that all happens so quickly and Mm -hmm. the yeah even that restraint of being able restraint in certain areas you know of like having those quiet shot of of them running away of the wide um and them just running in you know away from frame (laughs) and no no sound and anything like that uh kind of stuff just is one of those things I love, where it's like, well, what if we did the opposite of of what people would maybe expect or subvert in a way that's satisfying? Um, you know, sometimes it it's it's to ill effect or it's too much, but I prefer that and I applaud that rather than a movie where it's like, yeah, you get it, we're gonna do a montage and get to the good stuff where where that's what you really want and to see this yeah you this person you said the 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 director i believe it's her first film that she's ever done which you know that's pretty fucking (laughs) cool to to have such a voice of such a voice and to create i think she might have written it too i could be wrong i think so but uh and to the character herself is uh has an iconic sort of look and or in like her own kind of like origin story, whatever. I'm not trying to like make heroify this, or whatever, but it, it like has a, a story and action that I can glob on to uh, in an entertaining way while still having like shocking elements um, that push that push me a bit, but uh, never to the point where I'm like completely turned off. I'm always kind of just like, Ooh, oh, like I'm turning away, but then I'm I'm kind of back in it, and um, you know the the creative ways in which uh she goes about her her you know kind of her plan. I guess she's not really planning, she's just going going with it. But I noticed almost every time that she made a move on one of the guys, they were like, I think a couple times they they would put their gun down and go take a piss, or like go like at the end he went to go take a shower. And it was always like around that time that she would she would kind of show up. And it was yeah, it was just some sort of nice parallel to that in the with in rhythm within the action, even with those um, separate, totally. separate things. The guy, you know, the guy in the in the water or whatever that that she just <laughs> stabbed, stabs his eyes out. That was I mean. That that rhythm of action was so good because you just it was like one one thrust down into the water you see the knife for like a hot second and then back up and then second time back down you see it a little bit better back up and then third time she fucking grabs it and oh that i just i love that that is a, a satisfying rhythm to it and uh that gun i thought was kind of cool looking too. it was so Dude, big like- but it was like oh yeah that just kind of looks like yeah. has a like, shape to it that like looks different than anything i've seen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like this massive gun with a like scope a- on it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was like kind of like a shotgun. Oh, totally. And then she mm. does her cave thing and then um
1: the two the two guys they have cuz i'm trying to think of like some of the iconic scenes and we can roll on to some reviews, but the um when them with them kind of sitting at the lake uh disposing of their buddy's body. I, even something as as like the the simplicity of the editing and and ability to shoot that scene and make it interesting too. I I don't know of him going back into the car, rolling down the window, and the and like we talked about the right. blood with the hair, um and 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 and, and cl- trying to clean it and things out of focus becoming in focus, um mm-hmm. and then he breaks his note. That was kind of out of nowhere too, but also just like fuck him. But he uh he like questioned him or whatever. And he just turns around and co- cocks his fist and explodes <laughs> on his nose. And, <laughs> uh, he just, that's how, that's how a tough guy that's to say,
0: it, right? That's, yeah. Just cocks and explodes on his nose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and explodes. Um, and then the whole little chase of that guy, I thought was a nice little awesome. cat. So sand mouse. Thing it's cool. Through, through the through the mountains. And then him like running mm-hmm. out of gas was a really effective sort of um, tension builder. Yeah. And he's kind of just like, he he got the, he got the, so I don't know what year this takes place, but it's not like, it's seems like she either didn't bring her phone or she brought her iPod Nano, which I think is just a nice fun detail of her pink iPod Nano, but he's like listening to her iPod Nano and and, and the songs there and everything. Um, oh Man, I'm thinking about the, the peyote too. Just to touch on that. Like, that was such an interesting mm-hmm. way because it was almost magical realism at that point as it to is like, yeah and she then was gets able into the dream s- sequence survive yeah. that because even all the criticism that i levied against it of like oh how believable is that that she's able to heal her wound in that moment well you don't have any magical peyote you to combine with this beer can that might together (laughs) create some sort of healing elixir especially if some wrong has been done to you maybe the peyote knows and it's and it's going to help you on your quest to get vengeance um you you don't know
0: no but but nonetheless it makes you think differently so yeah she like like, dulled
1: her senses and she just like zoned out and then did what needed to be done yeah
0: Yeah. And so much time and attention is paid to her eyes and what's going on Mm -hmm. behind them. There's so much thought and processing that I was really enraptured by where I was like, she's really kind of out of it and like in this liminal space of like, fuck what do i do i think i i know what i need to do but do i want to do it and there's all this back and forth that's happening in her head and then just the whole process of like this can and looking at it and being like i know i have to like close this wound up this is how i'm gonna go about doing it and then you know it then it causes her to to have the um that dream sequence where a fucking head explodes oh I my god blown away
1: multiple I mean, dream it, sequence
0: and yeah because it was like in quick succession and it sped yeah, up Yeah, like, choice it, it, one would happen and that was like a full kind of slower version and then it like happened really quickly and then day in and the succession. night and
1: then day and the night kind of would like mm-hmm. you wake up at night and then wake up again it was day and then wake up again it was night
0: <laughs> uh-huh yeah, man. And yeah, it's it is funny that she cauterizes her her stomach wound with this beer can by putting it on, putting the beer can through the or using the knife to cut off the 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 like the uh the beer can to then put it on the fire to heat it up to then place it on her. And it is kind of funny that the wound like really just doesn't exist anymore after that point <laughs> yeah because I, mean? I was
1: i was really like cons- or like just being a little stickler in my mind at that moment for uh like well, what about her back wound like that's the entry point mm-hmm. this is just where it exited <laughs> like should, she should mm-hmm. probably be be worried because she broke it off in front of i like is that all that like what what about i guess that just yeah, right. and then uh but then it would right. it showed a few Fair. shots of her back that was like all black and everything so it was just I was like okay I guess they're kind of showing you and wanting you to assume that it burned. she burned the back and and it closed it all up there as well Um, (laughs) but now I'm even remembering how she got off being impaled like the whole fire thing she like lit the brush around the stump of the, the tree branch on fire and like that was the way she was able to like kind of shimmy out and break the stump
0: i guess for mm-hmm. the
1: trunk yeah of it. like
0: like weaken it to yeah. then be able to like kind of like throw momentum to break it yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that was kind of like a little bit of, i'm like okay whatever <laughs> just i mean yeah nearby. right but it's, it, it almost <laughs> seems nitpicky because it's just you're right no this, you're right this movie and the but the reason that i would say that it would be nitpicky is because it i think i i want to give the movie credit that it has been Mm -hmm. stylized to this point that it is like a tarantino movie where you're like this is it's it's almost like this is happening for the sake of like yeah the style lends itself to Mm -hmm. be like it doesn't have to be exactly how it would go down but it's like what is like the it's cool. I want to say like the coolest, yeah, yeah right? It's cool. Like you get a what cool is shot coo-
1: of like the burning tree or whatever, yeah. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. There's no reason yeah. like other people can't do cool stylistic shit too and um yeah. and I'd I think and, it, and whole, it's all cohesive in a, in a way too. It like this it's not necessarily out of place.
0: No, definitely not. Especially That's as the, the movie too.
1: ramps up, you it kind of fits right in with everything else going on. If that would been the only thing, then maybe you would you know, I could be more critical or whatever, but I, yeah, I'm just, it's when you watch a movie and you make notes in your head, there's, there's certain things that, that come up, but I think you're totally right within the framing of it all. Um, it just moves things in then into the next, uh, part, uh, in a, in a fun, interesting way. And then there's a big showdown, uh, at the end, that's just like a fucking bloodbath in, in those halls.
0: And I think it is also another, like, <clears throat> I want to say like a feminist bent on it where he is the nude one mm-hmm. it, to me i was like oh this i feel like something's being he's said here and all, and all. that he's vulnerable he's mm-hmm. nude he's the one that's like scared mm-hmm. and there's like this you know he's afraid that she's going to like appear out of nowhere and kill him and at all the of beginning
1: that. she's in the house and sees the guy through the pink glass with gun mm-hmm. and at the end he sees her with gun and the blue glass
0: exactly right Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) i I like no i like it
1: i like it i'm just like "Mm, (laughs) i'm just i'm too stupid (laughs) to fully flesh out what everything means i i just am glad that there is some underlying symbology that doesn't need to be spelled out as well but i'm just that noise was kind of just like it's it's cool but i'm kind of stupid to break everything down even like the apple stuff and everything i'm like there's some was there's yeah, some serious know, me meaning too. being ascribed to this too I'm that i'm you too, that maybe up. too dumb to get like carnal <laughs> carnal sin i don't know <laughs> right <It's laughs> knowledge of good and evil and it's like rotting and uh, yeah i was trying to snow white fuck
0: <laughs> right all of those yeah you could ascribe <laughs> so many meanings to things because it presents itself like a work of art where it is strong imagery that is like it's up to the viewer to like kind of decipher what it is mm-hmm. it's just presenting things that are really um, striking really evocative and and yeah you can kind of like do the mental gymnastics to be like oh this is what I think that you're talking about mm-hmm. and it just it, it it's so layered how fucking interesting this movie ends yeah. up being for what it is because it's really not all like arguably like we said the scale of it is small so it's Mm -hmm. not like a ton of stuff happens but there is it is colored like all the way through if you were to consider this a coloring book like every (laughs) every part of it is colored in with something and it just makes it for such a feast of like oh wow this is happening oh what does this mean or like oh man like really no loose ends or anything either No, (laughs) like it's very cut and dry. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, you know, all the bad guys get fucking murdered by the woman that they thought that they had power over and they had no power. And she has all the power now and you leave it and you're like, OK, like, mm-hmm. you know, mission accomplished. Like it's it's there's so much like satisfying shit in this where you're like, yeah, like because we've talked about it, too, like in Law Abiding Citizen, like how funny it is that they set up the um the guy that mur- that like almost rapes his wife in Law Abiding Citizen, like how bad of a guy he is. Yeah. And they like clearly go to lengths to be like, this guy's a huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But like this movie does that, too you know it really sets up that these guys are huge pieces of shit but it doesn't in a way that's not as like <laughs> egregious or like as like noticeably like we get it he's a super huge piece of shit you know and then i never felt that way because it was always grounded in like this it could happen this is a t- this potentially is a person I'm not potentially, but I'm sure there are people out there like that. There, that are these, you know, these men that are egotistical that think that they can do whatever the fuck they want, and there's no real repercussions for it, and so on and so forth. And, and even like, the complicit,
1: yeah. the complicit nature of the other guy who comes in eating snacks and just walks away and goes swimming. Law-abiding citizen does take this sort of pity on that guy. That's like, hey, man, we shouldn't do this. I mean, he gets super fucked up by Gerard Butler, nonetheless, but. Um, this movie from, it differentiates from the ones that we've done in the past as well, which have been all angry dudes that are pissed off at this, the system kind of, and want to change it and affect it and, and take vengeance upon what has been done to them that they feel like the job isn't being done properly by those systematic things in place that should do it for them. And totally. that's a lot to kind of juggle within a movie. Sometimes it, it, certain ones can be done very, very effective, point. effectively effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, as a Batman is, is probably my favorite superhero and and I'm a big dark Knight guy and there's, there's ways to do it. Um, but this one, again, I, I go back to the, the survival element and, and the scope of, of it all puts it all, all the onus on her and in her hands of about, you know, survive or or die, and you have. And these are the things that you have to do, and you don't have a choice. And all the bullshit is kind of pared away, and you don't have to to explain too much. And you can get into more stylistic things because uh, you've been offered that by the tight script and location and setting that you've placed upon it. And I love that it's it's really placed in her own hands to get it done and. Uh, it feels manic at times and she, it's not perfect. She gets her ear blown off too, uh, later on and, and it gets really fucking messy at that, the mono e mono, uh,
0: part, but like literally it's messy like the amount of so blood messy. that is <laughs> that it happens in there yeah. cuz he's like up against the wall completely nude with the shotgun waiting for her to walk in uh-huh. and she and and then she is indicated that he's behind that wall by this enormous pool of blood that,
1: like, that's comes, right in, it looks like a comes bucket into just the hallway.
0: just yeah. like a bucket spit, like tipped over and <laughs> and it's just this fucking massive thing <laughs> and then in the hallway there's just like blood flying all all over the place and it's just so gory and gruesome my god this movie is gory yeah and
1: it's uh I it, in a way makes it that reminds me of tarantino as well but it just makes you kind of revel in it at a certain point when you realize that's what it is and it's it's just uh-huh, gonna sure. amp up from there and uh, it, it, it it just remains interesting and uh, she's she stands off at the end and then looks down the barrel of the the camera and and we roll credits and uh, I think that we did our due diligence. Uh, covering this covering this film, this revenge film. Uh, I agree. But uh, called, before called, we get called it, revenge, I'm trying to called I'm revenge take, taking a look at at my notes here. Uh, so
0: one th- one thing I just I feel remiss to uh, if we did if I didn't bring up is mm-hmm. that fucking. What is it that USA like the commercial? Channel- <laughs> oh I can God.
1: only imagine them filming that and and realizing they didn't have enough footage for the scene. We're like, I guess we're gonna play it again.
0: again yeah, yeah, it's just gonna play over and over again the same. shit And then of- later, like it it jumped
1: into it, some of them actually selling like a ring or something like that. Uh, but
0: buyers Club
1: or something. <laughs> it was it was so close to being r- realistic. I feel like it was like very close, oh, but there sure. was something that was just a little off. Like shop, shop like, unk or something. It was some weird website that it was like advertising. That I was like that doesn't sound good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like I think I think it was called like USA Shop Club.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Com or something. But I was like it's definitely commercials yeah, out yeah.
1: there. Like, and I was trying to place the time period on that too, with like the iPod Nano and how that how that commercial looked and some of the speaker equipment. But I don't know. That was that was something that just like. It's so cool to know that there's information that they felt no need to share with us. They're just like, yeah, uh-huh. like you, it's not important. And you can, you can glean that yourself if you look close enough, but we don't need to tell you, you know, cause it's not right. important enough to talk about like, come on, Jeffrey. It's 2007. Get it together. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, just- when he's talking about get the, turn the air con off in the car it's unenvironmental uh-huh. <laughs> I
0: thought unenvironmental it was- so funny that he yeah he's an environmentalist you know but he has no problem fucking killing a person but <laughs> yeah turn that fucking ac you <laughs> just get so <laughs> the pissed about club. it uh the, the little
1: juicy peachy ass it's like an alien coming from another planet
0: uh huh. Yes, I, I like that did one. not get that at all. But I don't yep, get it. I, no. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is a pgs ass something that's uh, yeah an alien ass? I don't uh, understand.
1: Uh, binoculars close. Oh yeah, when they were just looking at the binoculars like that, super close next to each other, that was just they were like uh-huh. literally ogling her with binoculars, like mm-hmm. sitting right there just like with binoculars. um uh, Polish guy saw his own leg off. Oh, that was like some anecdote in the movie. That was oh she fits the peyote in the locket it almost looked like it didn't couldn't fit but it wasn't that much so yeah it it works it was a fun little thing because the locket was such a part of her outfit Mm -hmm. Um, same
0: with the uh i heart la
1: oh i'm realizing i have here uh what a song selection is is the note oh yes Um, very
0: a lot of um like that fidget house that we used to listen to it a lot of the music reminded me of yeah you shared like what is a brodinski and then it reminded me of like mr orzo and sure uh, like jejo tronic almost at times yeah it was like
1: the scene was kind of like she's gonna she's kind of dancing for them and they're and they're uh having a, a a party night and she asked to dance with uh her guy and he says no and then dances with the other guy. But when she first puts the music on, you think it's going to be like some sultry kind of lounge, like, a, de- like lounge a, a, desert music or something is my guess. I like guess.
0: Yeah. Think. Or a sexy pop song, I guess. Yeah. Sure.
1: Like, some, but then I'm going to play what she does put on.
0: It is funny to think that the, she picks this song out. Yeah. I, and I then it's you. like, and like
1: you're supposed to like, kind of do have like a oh, wow. sexy slow dance to
0: this. Are you putting it on in the watch? Yeah, look, I, I shared my screen if you want to check it out, uh,
1: Brandini. But I just thought this was such an interesting choice of her to be like, yeah, let's do a little dance, and then she puts this on. <laughs> this shit goes hard. I just want to get to the one, like, vocal part. <laughs> Like Jeez, if, yeah, if someone asked me to like get up and dance to this, I'd be like, oh, uh, what? I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh all right. I had to I had oh. to share that i'm glad you did because yeah mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of those signs and then there's that moment too where he like is so incredibly stylized where he's driving on the motorcycle at night and it's like the camera yes, is like yes. in front of him uh-huh. and it almost looked like it was in a sound stage it was so stylized because cool. the camera is like is like because you can't see anything behind him and mm-hmm. it's just this red red light and him on the motorcycle and there's and this movie's fraught with with shit like that you know
1: yeah it, like yeah, a little the, interesting Stuff like the guy being a fucking iguana. I love that. Yes. Like he's a lizard man. <laughs> no. When she never says, like, you're a lizard. She just, like, you're looks a lizard. like Peyote told me that you're a lizard and no. I have to kill you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never says anything about it, but that's and what no. i,
1: mean.
0: I uh, And it's so funny because the Peyote was given to them, right? Because by the by helicopter the driver, i yeah, wanted to, on? to catch up with him. He's like,
1: "You're alive. Did you, you know, <laughs> you know did that yeah, did something did you, help you along the way? Did you get a sign?" And it came oh. in like a package that was so like,
0: I was like, "Is that like candy?" Because it was like, I don't know, it's uh, so weird.
1: And she oh. didn't like it at first, and she spit it out, and then <laughs> ate it off the ground. <laughs> I was like, "Such, yeah, <laughs> oh, man, I, I get it. It's probably gross tasting." Um Okay, the sure. she plays that little phone game when he's trying to make conversation with her and i thought, it was uh, those those uh, were coming out from a game was boy so, or something.
0: Was so that's what i she that's, that's what i wrote down me. i was like is she playing like snake on yeah. her phone Like, it, yeah it was so like beep boop beep boop i'm like i guess what,
1: what year phone? is it i don't know i should see what the, what like, phone game is she maybe she's as? got a nokia yeah. she's yeah maybe she is i don't know um let's see oh, so oh yeah wait. they didn't follow up with the guy after he said he caught her i mean yeah they like fell asleep in the car the other guy went out and hunting all night and then they woke up the next day and were like oh he's not back yet that's interesting <laughs> it's like uh uh-huh. probably f- figure out something might have gone wrong <laughs> but anyways um yeah i think that's pretty new the sock tourniquet i thought that was pretty brutally like is shot through the shoulder and he like takes a sock off and does that and grabs it with his teeth that was I don't know it was just a memorable moment um saran wraps uh that guy does the saran wrap across his belly. <laughs> that was such a funny quick thing He's like ah he's just like saran wraps himself really quick <laughs> I gotta save myself for later <laughs> I'm not finished yet. It was was such an emergency (laughs) saran wrap situation.
0: I've never seen when someone saran wrap something like with so much urgency. (laughs) that's the Uh, name of our that should be the name of our upcoming album a saran wrap and the picture of him just like (laughs) "Ah!" (laughs) saran wrapping a bullet wound "Ah!" there's so much of that in this movie it's just people screaming (laughs) by themselves
1: well let's uh let's remind ourselves of these numbies uh before we Uh, get into some
0: after you do the numbers, I want to ask the question of why you think this movie is polarizing before we get into it. Before we get into it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a 93 by critics, a 58 by audience. Why I think it's polarizing is especially, yeah, from the audience. I mean, versus critics. And we watched the trailer before this and it looked like some of the critics were really handling it as an empower. Like some of it, some of the lines were saying like this is empowering.
0: This is a female empowerment, female (laughs) empower,
1: empowering um, movie. And, uh, I don't know what I mean by this. Maybe it's just something that like critics might use as a way to, to make their point about some, something else too. Maybe that's what this movie's point is. Uh, so maybe it's, it's rightfully done rightfully. So maybe that is the whole point um because this is 2017 so this is the me too movements happening right now that's true that's true i it's and that could be it and that's i'm just trying to differentiate because we don't have too many like critics favored over the audience and i guess that would be the question why do critics love it so much why do audiences not like it and why critics like it so much i think that subversion of the revenge tale is interesting i think it is yeah. artfully done like styli- again all the stylistic choices i think Agreed. pander maybe not trying to pander but it cater to an uh, art a, a critic to sure. a critic's sense of sensibility within a movie um mm, and, and it's maximalist purposefully so and i think critics will recognize that and laud it when it's done properly and i think this is a maximalist thing that's done stylistically with which is a tough thing to juggle uh why audiences hate it, um, I think some of those little nitpicky things I brought up earlier, I think they honed in on those a bit more and, it's didn't, and didn't like mm-hmm. uh, how unbelievable some of those moments were. And I, but yeah, again, I'm trying to think if like, if this was a guy doing all this shit, if if they would care as much, or maybe I'm, i would. I'm, Aud- no, yeah, they wouldn't, it's just, it's yeah. just, it's just getting impaled on a stick and then gluing yourself together with a beer can and a fire and peyote. Maybe they, they just like turn off uh, at that point. Maybe it's the, the overly, overtly like gruesome nature of it all. Uh, and in their mind, they, they, yeah, I think it's like senseless, um, which I've even said some version of that argument in this, in this uh, podcast, but uh, at moments, but I think that the believable, yeah, those nitpicky. I think they're honing on that. That's yeah. my thing. Do you have an a uh,
0: No, yeah. A I mean, to me it's easy to understand why critics like this movie but and it's it's it takes more thought to understand why in my mind at least why audiences don't like this because the reason being is when you have head exploding, when you have the stabbing in the head uh, and then you know that gruesome look to the guy and all of that and there's a couple others uh, you know obvious things in this movie that are really brutal like those are so stylish to me that that's why it's more like i'm on i don't care as much about the like realisticness of the Plot stuff that you're talking about but i i completely agree with you that i think audiences don't like this because they're like oh it's unrealistic like how could she have like fundamentally how could she survived and fall that high with an impalement and still live to live another day live to fight again like and you just can't get past that you know
1: yeah and i think i find myself more and more especially through this con- conversation getting past it you know and whatever Same, dude. And, you know even and I didn't have that much hangups to be. And there was like a couple little hic- hiccups rather than hangups. It was a little <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh, whatever. we can, we can move on. Hopefully and it just goes away and whatever. Yeah. Uh, drink some water. Just but, a, little uh, a little bit of gas. A little bit of gas. It's all, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah, it's, I think through this conversation, we've kind of tapped into what it's doing as a whole. Um, but those, yeah, those finer elements, I think, yeah, it kind of makes sense while it's polarizing too. Like not everyone's going to like this movie. It's not a movie Absolutely. that I'd be like, I'd recommend to everybody yes. <laughs> like, no, definitely oh, not. You know, Cause then like, you would oh. almost
0: feel like a psycho. If you were yeah. <laughs> You know, you're, like, that's the funny thing. Cause I was thinking about it. Cause we're at the point of the podcast where I'm thinking about my score. Right. And thinking about how I feel about this movie. And that's why I wanted to have this little conversation before we get into people, like specifically telling us how they feel about it. Totally. Yeah. To, like in- inform us, but like,
1: yeah, we can give our score first if you want
0: no 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 it's okay but like it is a gross fucking movie yeah and it's weird to recommend it or like and it is weird to think because i'm gonna hold true because that's how i feel in life is like i'm gonna hold true to how i feel about this regardless of how people think about it but like i get not liking this movie fundamentally on the basis of it is very gory very gross has a rape scene in it so that for some people is going to be like uh definitely no thanks hard pass like Mm -hmm. you know i'm not gonna how could i like this movie that has that has that kind of content in it and so i just think that this is again a wonderful movie to do on this podcast because it is definitely it it, yeah like it this movie is definitely not for everyone and it makes sense why it's polarizing and um yeah 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 yeah
1: totally agree uh, we'll uh let's share some critic reviews from the spicy ninety side. Um, we'll start with Los Angeles Times. Katie Walsh, a ninety. This rape revenge story swaps points of view, but it doesn't break the mold. The characters' archetypes and beats are familiar, which allows uh Farg for Fargiat Far- to play with symbolism in a bold, pointed manner. That's the director Fargiat. Far- hmm. Um. Let's see. From let's go with Vanity Fair in eighty from Chaos and Collins. Farjat gets her thrills from all the bad things that make her genre great: cinematography that's rancid with heat and color, sound design that delights in every exaggerated crunch and squish. Yep, I'm really happy they're bringing up the sound design because that's something that we didn't really talk about at all. But uh we've
0: touched on it like the no sound and the her getting chased and you know
1: getting her ear shot off and then the water in and out yeah. of that and um i that all that stuff adds to it so much and and uh in a in a subtle and almost um subconscious way
0: Um, Yes, because that also, too, is part of this uh, like cinema extreme genre is sound was brought up when I was looking at like a characteristics of it. And also in particular, because the rape scene in this is actually very much of that, where it specifically mentions that something that happens in cinemas uh, uh, extreme is when it comes to something like a violent sexual act lean on not showing the act like visually showing it but to include the sound of it because they feel like what your mind does Mm. at that point is more Mm. is more evocative than if we were to just show it to you Mm -hmm. like in that moment let we're going to do this thing where you're actually gonna pick up the the ball and take yourself to that place Definitely. and we're just going to include the sound to get For,
1: Further than they ever could, because yeah, your inner <clears throat> inner self, what what it'll come up and the machinations that it can come up with are, are so much more frightening than anything anybody can objectively do when it's certain thing, artistic things that are so subjective. I think that's that's just smart filmmaking um <laughs> yeah. and he walks away puts on the race and then jumps in the water and drowns out drowns it out at much like i'm sure the audience wants to do in that moment too
0: right which then also puts you in like you're such a like a uh, accomplice to it and then it makes different. you feel an accomplice in another type of way about it and it just really so in nuance like it's crazy to see such a graphic sexual violence in that way that is so blunt but so nuanced at the same time really fascinating stuff let's do
1: new york times ao scott with an 80 revenge leaves a lurid punchy after image and impression somewhere between righteous delight and quivering revulsion it's both a challenge and a calling card in which Miss Farjat at once exposes what's wrong with her chosen genre and demonstrates her mastery of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's what critics mm-hmm. are there for. That. I really liked how they just they put that where you're using the form to almost sat- satirize it in a way. From Hollywood Reporter David Rooney in 80... This is a rape retaliation thriller both tautly controlled and wildly over the top, execute, executed with flashy style, sly visual humor and subversive feminist sensibility. Um, let's do one more because it's from the Atlantic with the 70 from our dear, dear hero <laughs> David Sims. Um, oh, stop. <laughs> no, we, I'm standing. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm simping Sims. Oh, He wouldn't like this. How would I know swerving between thrill a minute action and intense drawn out suspense. Revenge has all the subtlety of a bazooka to the face, but it's an arresting watch. If you can stomach its most lurid moments of violence. Yep. Nailed it. Yeah. Let's check out the audience side of things where, you know, you, you see some other places on, on uh, the web and they don't, they're not quite so harsh. Uh, It's rated a little bit more favor, favorably some places like Amazon Um, But on Rotten Tomatoes, it is a, what was it? A 53, 58, sorry, 58. Um, Let's hear from some people who are not so spicy, a little bit more icy. Uh, (laughs) From Kaya Tim Sing Flora 75. One star out of five. Wow. I mean, wow. She is wounded like in the lumbar region of the abdomen, but she took out the branch of the tree as if she is a surgeon herself. She escaped the place from three men point to be noted that she is wounded. She cuts her own abdomen and seals it with a beer can. And most surprisingly, she gets a nice tattoo in that place at the ATM. She was at the moment. She was doing the surgery with a knife and cutting the stomach. However she wants. She also travels a long way to find them, not to be forgotten that they were in the middle of the desert and she finds them. She travels even after losing so much blood. I think Probably I studied that a human body has five liters of blood,
0: <laughs> but, this, oh God.
1: but this amazing woman has got more than that. This whole movie should have been a comedy movie. That was like hard to even get through because it didn't make. It was just like not full sentences. It was seventy people found that helpful though, um, and then there's like another one like here from Julius Casualog, a five or sorry a one star to five. What a big joke of a movie! She is a mutant, and then goes on to like list all the the cinema sins and what's wrong with it. She should not have survived the fall, blah, blah, blah. Apparently has a hundred more t- times more blood than a normal person. She got a huge hole in her stomach, which heals completely. Like this is, yeah, these are a lot of the reviews that we're going to yeah. find here are, are the, are going to be these nit nitpicky th- sort of things. Um, from senti Imchen, one star. Well, at least I managed to finish it before I could waste more time. Fast forward. Is it even possible to survive after that fall? And more shocking, the amount of blood she lost is more than 10 times a normal human has. And that tattoo, she all this, this is the same review. And the tattoo that she got from that can and how that gaping hole both in front and the front and behind just managed to heal, had me in splits. I mean, can the human skin and flesh melt and join like plastic? It's all just so funny and unrealistic. Gosh, what a lie for a movie. Um, I'll do like one, maybe two more. But they like... I just went through like five and some I didn't I did not read, reading the loud and stuff where it's just really those same same nitpicks. And I feel like an idiot, not an idiot. Sorry, but I just feel like me echoing some of those points, too. It's it's I sound like some of these people, but I liked it a lot more than them. It's just a bummer that they can't get get over some of this stuff um, from Jenna Fox. One star out of five. The main character is unlikable. She is knowingly dating a married man and parades around half naked around his friends and grinds on them. Yet she acts shocked when they want to have sex with her. Okay. Oh boy.
0: Oh yikes. Oh, okay. Yikes. yikes. Okay. Well, that's where we're gonna. Yeah. Let's can just push let's, off. Yeah. Uh, sorry about leave. that.
1: I don't even have to no, read it. I'm sorry. I'm reading. I should. I should vet these. No, it's but, you I mean, should
0: apologize it, for somebody else's opinion that yeah. you don't share. Don't apologize. But it, if anything, I'm glad that you brought it up. But we should now move away from it because of how disgusting that take is. Because yeah, it's like, oh, okay. So because it's like the argument, like, well, she what she was wearing, she asked for it, like mentality. And you're like, fuck off. (laughs) Like
1: that is crazy to me. That 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 is in there. I mean, it's that everyone has their opinion and they can share it, share it outwardly onto the onto the internet. And then to get into it, it's. It's it kind of surprising. I think that has been surprising in the audience side. This stretch has been how people interpret the villains in these movies. Every time, I feel like, in these, in these revenge movies, there's some, and maybe a little bit more understandable with a movie like Law Abiding Citizen, where that movie is really trying to get you to, like, kind of under, like, you get how Gerard Butler, Jerry B got sympathized with right? like mm-hmm. um and 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 there's a lot of people that were on his side and in those reviews. Uh you got Road Rager, Russell Crowe, uh, you know, his his whole thing and people siding with that. It's just it's it's interesting seeing people go go through the mental gymnastics to to rationalize some of that stuff, but then have such a fucking issue. <laughs> with fucking a cool fucking beer can you know right but branding you know god forbid you could
0: uh, yeah but you could watch kill bill and she blows out through a coffin in the ground and and like
1: but there's a half hour explanation for that Uh,
0: sure but like okay you're being funny like come on you know you get what i'm getting at
1: oh i know Oh, I know. Yeah. It's, it's, and, uh, and the
0: thing too is it's like these same reviewers could easily have been on the positive side for law abiding citizen being like, oh, it made sense. Sure. It was like so realistic, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. That's and it's so like,
1: cool how he burrowed into a prison and got into maximum security uh, and burrowed himself out through those same tunnels, even though like you think about that a little bit further. I don't know. There's a lot about that movie. You you think a little bit further. <laughs>
0: And this right, one, is just
1: not. I don't know. It's not asking too much. This movie, I feel like, but
0: it's not. And it give it it give in my mind gives you way more back than mm-hmm. it like you assumed or you're asking for. In my mind, like I came out of it expecting it to be not uh, yeah, not what it ended up being. <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I did not overly spoil what this movie was going to be. I didn't read That's too many it. descriptions and I, and I stopped the trailer kind of halfway through before I watched it. And I would recommend the same to you. You've already listened to the podcast, so it doesn't matter who I'm talking to, but um, I've found that way in most movies lately. And and uh, mm-hmm. just uh, knowing, knowing less the is, is better and, um, some of these, and some horror movies, and this is in a, in a way hor- horrifying. Like, and these are monsters, mon- so. big monster men that are are horrifying, and uh, mm-hmm. and and the methodry and and the way that she goes about doing it, and the brutality of it all is is much more warranted than uh, than some of the stuff in Law Abiding Citizen, where it is so like consuming to him. Where mm-hmm. this is something where she just yeah I've I've said that before but let's um let's let's give our little our own uh, little final thoughts here. You want to start us off?
0: Sure, I'll start us off. Um, it, this movie just ceases to surprise me as I think about it more because like I was thinking about the flaws of the movie and its inadequacies. But weirdly, I can ascribe those, how I feel about those things in the movie. If I think about it enough, to it actually is like the point of it or the purpose of why those things are the way that they are. And that's, let me give an example. So, you know what? It's, um, let me think. So, what would be a good example of that? It's like, Yes. So at first, like at first, the male gazing presentation of her, you know, at first you're like, well, how can this be a feminist movie? Like, she just seems like such an object and also who her character is, like all her her dreams and hopes is really just to become a model in L.A. And like, it's so one dimensional and it's so whatever. But it ends up like, as I think about it, working for the movie, because then her making the shift into the person she ends up needing to become from where she came from, just says so much about what the movie is trying to say. And I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking about more specific things, but overall, like, I don't, that's, it's so much credit to the movie that, if I were to, yeah. So, but, yeah, okay. But what I will say though that I maybe oh here's another example too is and I, I'm still oscillating between whether or not this is like a like a bad thing about the movie or again it just works for what the movie's trying to say is is that something that I noticed while we were like in the like throes of it and she is competently like taking out these terrible guys the movie still like focuses in on her ass and like still makes her a sexual object and at that point i just i i i still kind of find it weird where i'm like oh but the movie still like is focusing on that and that's weird now because that's not what the movie should be focusing on but again as i think about it i'm like that's what like male like kind of vigilante you know action movie kind of stuff does it's like they still kind of focus on this like sexy machismo of men even though they're like killing people or needing to focus on rescuing somebody but it still just presents them as like you know you know strong physiques um you know so masculine and so it's makes sense why the movie still kind of presents her as being like sexy and cool and you know whatever and yeah it just as i think about this movie more i continue to just be like this is really interesting and cool like i don't yeah it's definitely hard to recommend to people because then i just feel like i'm recommending a very very gory movie with a rape scene in it and like how much do i want to be a champion of it but i what is this brandon a snuff film what did you give me (laughs) i just imagine like oh you've got to check out this 2017 movie called revenge it's really fucking good and then somebody is somebody coming back and be like you like this movie? (laughs) like what and being like oh like wasn't it cool though and I don't know. I'm I'm throwing that out. I want to be window, with
1: somebody though. who to to see like I wish I was with someone to to have a reaction to the beer can being emblazoned on her belly. I would. I want to. Mm-hmm. I feel like once that happens, you're either on or off. <laughs> you're totally.
0: Um. So okay. Again, as I think about it, movie gets honestly better. What I will say, why I'm not going to give it like. St- Super super high of a score is her as a character is very has a plainness to the to her that I think could have been filled with a I just get the sense that there's another version of this movie where she maybe talks more to somebody else or there's some inclusion of her ha like a like expressing a character development or having at least maybe even giving more like more of a performance about how she feels about something because Mm -hmm. a lot of this movie is her very very stoic being like i need to like survive and i'm gonna go through the Through that process to get there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not gonna give it terribly high because of that, because like you can honestly put a lot of people in her role if I were to put it simply. And it wouldn't necessarily change as long as they just like clearly do the actions that need to happen in this movie. So, like the leading performance is, if it's interchangeable, I think that's a knock on this movie for me but i since the, because of the scale of it it isn't really that big of an issue so i just want that to be said i also yeah like i think the villain is very good so that acting is fine but yeah i don't know for some reason i wanted to i just yeah there's i think there's something a little bit more that i would have liked there but honestly man i'm gonna give this like it's like an 88 percent. hell yeah like <laughs> yeah like i yeah what a ride this movie was something I've never really seen before. I was really enthralled with it. Oh yeah, dude. You're so twisted. Uh, I'm fucking
1: twisted. (laughs) Uh, This was one where I don't even know how you would have heard of it when it came out, unless you were a a Shutterhead or something like that. Um, And it's, I'm just happy that uh, we were able to watch it and, and talk about it for this this podcast already. It's worth seeing. Uh, yeah, bare minimum, I totally, easy. I totally am right there with you where maybe not to everybody. I wouldn't recommend to everybody, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but there's just so many tasty nuggets of, of of good stuff in here. And it fits the bill of what a revenge movie should be and then also gives you a subversion of that. And then something more with, uh, her, her fighting for her life and being a victim of rape and abuse and having that those tables turn so quickly is a, is a horrifying truth of, of being a woman as well. Mm. And, and to be put in that, in that situation, um, I think was, was something that was worth having a movie about even just let alone that, but then to stylistically plus it up the way they did, uh, really kept me on board and in a way that I, I wanted some of these other movies that we did in in our little series here to do a lot better and had a lot more promise to be something like this. Uh, oh. something like unhinged where i still in in many ways have a good time with that movie but it is gray and boring <laughs> to look at and not yes. very, not very fun to see and when Great. you hear a movie about a, a crazed road rager i would want uh whoever this suffice, suffice to be directing that movie or, or something like i i like this voice that who that is behind making this movie and i and i like the consistent tone that is is throughout. Uh, because of that voice, and it is messy and not in a little rough around the edges at, at parts, and the scale again is small, and and that kind of speaks to a little bit of like a a really fucking good student film sort of thing. I don't mean that in any sort of sort of way, but being on one location, um, me just lower budgets, or I shouldn't even say student film, just like lower budget, and it and that those limitations perk me up too, knowing that someone can make something like this on what seems like uh nothing too crazy of a of a budget but having a house and going around shooting shit in the desert and making it uh enthralling and uh shocking and horrifying and uh entertaining and amusing uh and a lot a lot of and and even grotesquely humorous at 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 times where you're kind of just sh- sh- like shocked to the point of like laughing and i and i I'm trying to remember which point I think it, no, it was the glass where where he was trying to dig his that glass out of his foot and i was like just yelling like come on dude like <laughs> come on and really come on come on look at let's it say, yeah, look at it, it. <laughs> look and at it he sick fucks. it was just cracking me up when he got it out and it was just like oh and he he like cracked a smile and it was like man the movie just halted so hard that he was able to like breathe a sigh of relief before getting on with the uh, the rest of that that fucking nut so uh back and forth between those two and it, it paced itself. Well, it ended and got out when it needed to. And the action Absolutely. started early enough where I wasn't waiting for anything to happen either. So, um, yeah. And all that said in like, uh, why, why I guess it's not going to be perfect for me. Uh, you know, it, I, I think it, it is some of those like taste things where it's like some of the the over top grotesque nature of some, some of the graphic elements is, is like not my taste. And so when I see it overdone a little bit, I, I, even if it's to that effect and even in Tarantino movies or whatever, some of that stuff is, I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not my cup of tea always. And there was a couple moments in here where I thought it maybe went a little too far, just like the, in the mano, mono at the end. Um, and but I, I don't know. It's just not. And it. as I say, with the scale and everything, there's something to be said where they could have dug in on a couple things here and there uh, a little bit more. And that's so hard for me to say, because saying that means maybe that would take away from the pace or some other elements of it. And it's so hard to restructure a movie in that way. Um, but I think it's just, it's a perfectly, I think it's an 82% movie for me. I, I think it's, it's one of those things that, Um, I don't know if there is a perfect version of this movie for me anyways, but it's right of what Mm. this material is to be honest and to make me interested enough and to get me up to an 82 with a movie that's, that's so intense like this and about, about something that uh, I wouldn't necessarily be running to the, the Hills to, to see uh, I think speaks to the director's qualities and uh, how excited I am to see if, if she does if and when she does more stuff um and i i had a great time talking about it it's one of those movies that's worth watching with somebody or talking about it uh, with if you got a podcast i'd recommend it because this was nice (laughs) and cathartic to just get it get it out of my system a little bit of of the some of the shit that happens in in this movie that really i don't really
0: like not many people have seen (laughs) (laughs) too totally i was like chomping at the bit last night like mentioning it to you having yeah and you hadn't seen it where i am excited oh my god this movie is <laughs> something else is how i framed it of like dude
1: yeah wow, i was like ah, i can't is- tell if he likes it or hates it Th- this is gonna be interesting uh-huh, I,
0: yeah i want to keep neutral because yeah i mean because this movie has the ability to go so many ways right that's mm-hmm. why we do these movies too in general like they're polarizing movies so really yeah i don't want to like it you know
1: telegraph yeah yeah (laughs)
0: telegraph or like kind of like taint the water of your viewing i wanted you to just experience it. i was just that much more
1: excited yeah
0: but that's that is all the only thing i wanted to yeah express in that was like i'm excited to talk about this for better or for worse i'm excited to talk about this because this movie is so strong Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and it could be interpreted as strong and like, Ooh, hate this. Don't like it. Or, Oh, wow. Interesting. I love this. So, yeah. Well,
1: uh, now that we've reached the end of our series, before I announce the next movie, I was going to try to see if we could rank, uh, our revenge movies real quick. Why don't you go first? Because I like, uh, told you to be yeah. all ready for it. And I'm not even fully ready
0: myself. So why don't you go first? Yep. <laughs> uh, absolutely ready. It's going to okay. go for me from, uh, Top to bottom or bottom to top? It, it, I'm going to do T to B. T to B. Um, best to worst. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go revenge, law abiding citizen, uh unhinged punisher. I'm going to do
1: re- from T to B revenge. I think I'm going to go uh unhinged, then law abiding citizen, yep. then mm-hmm. the punisher. That's the only switch. I think I'd switch law abiding yeah, citizen. That makes sense. Un- unhinged but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I like, there's (laughs) something about law abiding citizen, even after watching where I'm like, I kind of want to like it more, but there's something weird about it. That just is so upsetting and fucked up that when I think too hard about it, I, then I make, makes me want to (laughs) puke.
0: Yeah. For me, it's like, there are situ, there are moments in law abiding citizen that are really theatrical and large and like uh, like uh, a roller coaster to watch yeah as opposed to unhinge which i think overall slasher yeah what that movie's doing i think is more interesting but law-abiding citizen where i uh, landed on it was i think i i enjoy law-abiding citizen Mm -hmm. more than
1: fair i think a lot i think most people would agree with you um but for our next venture as the polarized pod we are shifting gears uh and we're doing some shameless uh collab, collab <laughs> collaboration with our other podcast um prod pod which is about music producers uh where our next episode will be about Barry Gordy and in preparation for our Barry Gordy episode of our other musical podcast we're going to do uh three movies uh, that all have Barry Gordy's fingerprints all over it um and we're gonna be starting with the very first one will be mahogany uh, directed by the man himself and it is it has a 30 percent by critics it has a 76 percent by audience uh came out in 1975 and we don't really get movies on this podcast very often uh, that Came out before Rotten Tomatoes because you, you get it. You know, they didn't really have a place to go to review it uh, on <laughs> at least as a mm-hmm. as this big uh, tomato site that we have now. Um, I'll read the little description here. Struggling sh- struggling Chicago fashion design student Tracy Diana Ross goes from rags to riches when a chance meeting with hot shot fashion photographer Sean Anthony Perkins uh, from Psycho in the department store where she works leads to a runaway life as a model in Rome. Tracy's overnight success and strong ambitions bring her professional success as a designer, but her diva antics may destroy her relationship with social activist Brian, played by Billy D. Williams, as well as her respect in the fashion world, directed by Barry Gordy. Uh, yes, 1975. Um, Diana Ross, Billy D. Williams, Anthony Perkins. Don't miss out on our episode next week. Uh, if you want to reach us any other sort of way, we're streaming this live on twitch.tv slash pod. Typically it's been Thursdays that are around uh, five or six specific standard time. Um, if you want to join us at any point there, drop us a line at either twitter.com slash pod or polarize at gmail.com. Um, it has been a true blast and pleasure to go on this revenge spree with you brandini oh i was gonna yes, say you. again <clears throat> that uh podcast the other one we're doing is again about musical producers uh music producers musical producers
0: <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> Not we are, music. yeah we haven't no. done andrew lloyd
1: Webber yet we are, we are getting there um we're doing music producers we've done diplo we've done todd Rundgren. it's pretty early on we're about to do barry gordy it's called prod pod i'd recommend listening to it on spotify uh and we love you so much brandini is there anything else you want to share before we we bid adieu
0: oh no you've yeah let people you've let the people know about the prod pod um that's a really fun time i'm excited to talk about barry gordy because uh spoiler alert i think the music that came out of motown is fundamental in in just music history and it's really some of the best stuff that has shaped the landscape of music uh for the better and it's going to be a really enjoyable time so check us out there um yeah and also please drop us a line let us know how we're doing that really helps us please um rate review and on apple podcasts I, and i will say too that this has been another episode uh that has been such a good time a blast you know it's i <laughs> at times I'm like, Oh, we end up having these really fun discussions for these critic rated movies, but fuck it. I love it. It's so great to talk about something that is, you know, really adventurous and evocative and striking and worth mentioning, talking about getting Mm -hmm. into it. And I had a
1: great time. Yeah. We, I feel like we want to highlight this movie and uh, in a way that, that we can with whatever little power polarized pod has. And, um it's always fun as i said and cathartic to to hash it out together and kind of figure out some of the stuff too and um that's that's been a lot of fun hope you guys have been enjoying it as well we'll keep uh, soldiering on uh, and we'll we'll see you next time for mahogany
0: uh, Bye bye
1: Speed up, never slow down. I'm okay, good. I'll speed up. Speed up, not slow down. Speed up. i Cyborgs and androids dance <laughs> like
0: machines. Here we go. Cyborgs and androids dance like machines. Machines.
1: it is kind of like the shit we were into I mean Brodinski yeah. sounds familiar I feel like
0: I've... yeah J-j-tronic. come Best dance Kong with freak me out on a rainbow dance floor <laughs> come
1: dance yeah come dance
0: yeah come dance we do have sexy dance together. sex and violence yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're gonna go watch uh, Nymphomaniac by Lars von Trier <laughs> like machines machines.
1: dance like machines I'm sick (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's grown on me (laughs) yeah i think it was just like caught off guard when that came up i was like (laughs) i expect like frank sinatra at this (laughs) (laughs) point